Welcome back to the Crooked Spine Show. Do you ever realize that some businesses thrive and grow and are successful because of two things? Passion and determination. And Marco has this. Marco Hernandez is a phenomenal massage therapist, but also loves to train hard his own life to really walk the walk with his clients. His life experiences and current journey to challenge his own health allows you to see his dedication to be at his best. This allows Mark to give his best to his massage clients, along with helping them reach their goals. Watch this interview and actually listen to how passionate he is, how he's able to survive and thrive even when COVID, uh, he lost his job during COVID and what he did to do that, okay? Understanding that his talk helps people understand from a third perspective of how to get there and how to maintain it. As a massage therapist, either you're on your own or you work for somebody else. When COVID hit, everything shut down. So you had to be on his own and figure it out. Understand, again, his passion, his germination. You'll hear all of this in his overall talk. So don't talk, my friends. Show uh, links to his YouTube, his Instagram, um, his TikTok for one, two. He posts everywhere and sometimes almost every day. And also, pre- also don't forget our previous podcast as YouTube videos or as a podcast link in the show notes too. Right, my friends? Enjoy Mr. Marco and have a good week. We'll see you next week. All right. Mr. Marco, Dr. Tony, how are you? Nice to meet you. Thank you for being on the Cricket Spine Show this week. Uh, you have next, what's called next level sports massage phenomenon. I've seen all his videos. He does a phenomenal job. He walks the walk. Right? So with what I want to talk about is how can massage help an athlete? How does massage keep someone in shape? And someone who's done before, been my been my uh, patient too, he understands how the whole body can stay healthy. That's that's my big picture. So give me a quick background to Marco, why you why you got into massage. So I got into massage a while back mm-hmm. uh, for the reason that my dad actually, he, his leg amputated. Uh, okay. So um, we had a struggle with him to try to get him to go to physiotherapy. Mm-hmm. Um, he would just make me like, just do it yourself. You know, exactly. Just, as a Latino parent, I've always like having, always been like the, the lawyer, the doctor. Like, hey, the you're, you're the you're the yes. advocate for your yes. family. Basically. So it's so uh, being able to try to um, help on with all of that, it just made me want to learn about Good. it. Good. Yeah. How, how do I do this? Yeah. And talk a little bit louder. Let me take some more questions. And that's the biggest thing is, Marco, as you know, is we have to take care of our family. But can we do it through just chance, or do you do it through actually experience? And that's 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 a big yeah, thing, yeah, right? Yeah, yes. And then how was before you became a massage therapist? What did you do beforehand? What kind of work? Um, I was a pizza boy. I used okay. to work at a pizza place. Awesome. Yeah, that's a great. And then did that work ethic help you when you became a massage therapist? It definitely helped. Uh-huh. Um, it helped me with uh, just opening up. Good because uh, huh. I started up as a <laughs> <laughs> the the reason I started Pizza Place was because I was one of being an adult. Yes. I was sixteen when I started working. So mm-hmm. so since then I'm like I always felt like I wanted to be do more. Mm-hmm. So yep. I started with a uh, just Andrew Phones. Good. And one day I told him I was like I want to learn how to make a pizza. Perfect. And I said I want to learn how to make one, nah don't throw yeah. into hey. the, the kitchen hey. and then make me the <laughs> cook. And they did. They made me the cook, and the first couple of days were stressful. I used, uh-huh. I wouldn't say I used to like not want to go to work. 
But, and I told myself, I'm like, well, why do I want to keep doing this? If yeah. I'm a kid, I shouldn't be working yet. Well, hey, 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 take a, take a step back. So you're uncomfortable. Definitely. Good. Yeah. So how did you get comfortable? By just putting myself into situations mm -hmm. where I feel like I don't belong. Or I it's okay. Be I don't want to make pizzas. I'm going to figure it out as it goes. It's going to be stressful. But how long did it take you from going stressful to not stressful? Uh, it took me about a month. Yeah. yeah. A month. Just a month. Keep in mind, I only work weekends, so it was Good. enough. Time. So, yeah. so eight days. Just about. Basically. Yeah. Eight days. Yeah. Wow. And then did you deliver pizzas too? No, no, no. Okay. I just, You're in-house. Yeah, yeah. in-house guy. Good, good. And then, were you uncomfortable communicating with people on the phone? Um, I think it made it easier just because it wasn't one-on-one. -on -one. It wasn't in-person. Okay. In-person is a little different, so yeah. where I, I'm like, I kind of struggle with it. Yeah. But over the phone, I'm just like, they don't know me. They don't ever have to see me. Obviously, when they come pick up the pizzas, they're like, oh yeah, that's the guy. But yeah. it was a little different. Because I like in my mentality, it was like I will never see this person again. Got it. Uh, I can just be myself. You can be more confident. Correct. That way. Yes, correct. And nice. You can, and if they come in and say, "Hey, I talked to some guy on the phone. Yeah, his name's Mike. He's not here anymore. Yes, we fired yes. him. Oh, he's Pretty out much. of here. Yeah. Uh, done. <laughs> and and why is communication so important, just in general? Um, I think it's part of a being able to communicate with someone is you want to bring your point across. Mm -hmm. And with me, it, it's a work in progress just because I want to make sure that everything I communicate it's something that it's going to educate mm -hmm. my clients because half of the clients that I have they go and tell someone else oh my massage therapist told me this and they believe it mm -hmm. so if I'm just not telling them the right information then it makes me feel like um like it's it's almost and same thing with me it's irresponsible for me, it's malpractice. Correct, yes. yes. But it's something like, okay, now this person's, it was, it was your reputation. Yes. It's yes. Huge, huge. And then why massage therapy? Um, you know what? Uh, I always had the idea that I wanted to help people. Yeah. Um, I Unfortunately, my idea of helping people was have yeah. money, have like, start huh? a charity, and yeah. start to, you know, donate and all of that. Nice. So the idea of massage therapy was actually supposed to pay for my career which was culinary got it okay so once i got into it i started i was fascinated by just like anatomy like kinesiology all this like how amazing the body can do like all the things they can do if you fuel it properly mm -hmm. it can heal you know mm -hmm. so that was kind of like it, it shifted to like massage therapy and it was a sensor i'm like like the fact that I can help someone and it's not only like the action of me helping someone, it's the fact that they're in pain for so long and then they they tell me, Wow, you made it you took my pain away, which I think that's the reward for me. Well the thing is you're their healthcare practitioner. You get them and doesn't have, you don't need a degree or a big someone like I have, hundred thousand dollars plus. You need basically to help someone. In a physical sense, you're helping someone physically and also emotionally because as nerves connect to the body to help them emotionally too. And with physical therapy, did how was the schooling? Uh, you know what? So I didn't continue the kinesiology program. Okay. I stepped back from it and I went towards the uh, massage program. Mm -hmm. So with that... So this is from a college perspective or from... What, 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 take me one step back. So kinesiology versus massage, what was before that? Before that, um, like, that's pretty much undergraduate or yeah. okay, got it. 
So it was those things where um pretty much financially it was yeah a struggle. So like I said, um I can do massage to pay for my pay. future Correct. and what I really want to do. Yes. Wait a second. I like this. I'm helping someone feel better. I understand. I, I mean, you're getting case knowledge. You're getting understanding. Yeah. You don't need to go to school for that. Correct. It's got to learn it. Yes. And, and I think just applying it. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like um, I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to like reading books. What's wrong with nerd? And everything. It's like people, people. all this. <laughs> <laughs> all this. I, I, I'm fascinated. Like I said, uh, the, the human anatomy just it fascinates me. So if I can get my hands in a book where I can read, um, I like to do so, um, and I put in my own theory into it, and then I apply it into what I do, and sometimes I can answer those questions where, okay, well, this is what I read, and it kind of makes sense why the lymphatic system works with this. So all these little things Good. on top of, like, things that I've learned from, like, like people that just kind of share their well, stories. There's certain stories. things that makes you an expert. It's book knowledge, yes. But application of book knowledge experience is your other part that most people miss. Correct. Yeah. They can't do that or they can't follow through or they yes. learn something. At the best in the chiropractic school, for example, the people that got straight A's, that never, that didn't have communication skills, didn't have people skills, they're the ones that went back and taught. Because so they couldn't survive in real practice. Correct. They couldn't apply it in their life to become a good chiropractor, good massage therapist and actually run a business that way too. So having that combination of self-taught, self-interested, and passionate about what you do, along with experience working with clients, at that point taking that whole thing, putting it in a pot, and making yourself more and more of an expert in your field. Yeah. Huge. Did you have a mentor growing up too? You know what, I didn't. I feel yeah. like um, a lot of the times it was just nervous. Mm -hmm myself mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. self-taught yeah that's okay that's okay and then with your with your knowledge for one too walk me through what type of what type of do you run your own business yes perfect yes. right I, I thought I wasn't sure yeah so why why do you like to do it on your own versus being an employee of massage envy or one of these places which are fine but why different than just doing it on your own I get to make my own decisions uh, uh. <laughs> um, I always have the mentality where it's like if I don't like someone telling me what to do then Go pay myself, you know. Sorry. So it's those things where um, I always had the idea what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know how to do it. So I think it took me. I did. When you mentioned if I had a mentor, I didn't yeah. have a specific mentor. Yeah, not from side. But I did have a group of clients nice. that pushed me, and um, they're the clients that I still see around, and they still come and see me. But I pretty much, they're the ones that I believed in me uh -huh. and in what I do mm -hmm. to actually tell me, you know what, you talk about this too much. Why don't you just do it? <laughs> like, I'm and, tired of hearing yeah, you say pretty it. much, yes. Just do it already. And every single one of them guide me through particular parts of what... Um, running a business or, run, or running yes. a show. Okay. And um, from what, there... What did you do beforehand? Were you just independent or were you working um, at I was, school? Uh, I was working... Independent, but for a company. Got it. Yes. <clears throat> so with that, with people that when they pushed you, did they and realize everyone everyone goes through that again uncomfortable like being back in the in the pizza shop uncomfortable what I'm doing, but you learn as you go. Correct. You yes. find people that will help you and, and help guide you taking the risk. Okay, I, I, I it's risky. Running a business is not easy. It, it, it there's a high failure rate. 
but can I do it the right way? Because I uh, potential's there. Someone's told me that. I can build that potential to now run my own show. Correct. And not um, for everybody, not for everybody. You know what? It's, huh. it's, it's, it's easy to say that I thought I was going to be harder than everybody else. Why? Said it was. Because I feel like I got discouraged by many people that were like, why are you going to do this? Why don't you, you know? Yes. There was always that. You need haters. Yes, that they didn't believe in me or they, they pretty much said, oh, you're serious about this? What? And I think that was kind of like the, the wake-up call where I was Whoa. like, oh, I think it, it fired me up to be like, you know what? I'm going to prove it. Towards the end, I ended up proving myself that I can do pretty much just whatever I wanted mm -hmm. to do. But at the moment, it was like, I'm going to prove you that... Um, I am serious. I can take care of it. Yeah. What, and maybe it was just reverse psychology or something like that. With those it could be. It could be. Like maybe. More of a, a challenge. At the time, it was like, I took it as like, oh, whatever. Watch <laughs> me. But now there, there is certain things that I'm like, I'm thankful because, because of that conversation, it made me push harder and wanted to prove a point. Good. But also I learned things that what to do and what not to do. As well as if I just ever decide to hire someone, never tell them <laughs> or discourage anybody to like not wanting to do their own. You have, and like what I, this what I about in the interview with you, you have a good mindset. You're a pusher. You you you're but you're positive too. You would be a good mentor for somebody else in my in my mind because you've gone through it for one two. You understand how the system works. You understand what what the mindset you need to stay motivated in the hard times because things aren't easy. How long have you had your own business? Um, I started, I opened on, in 2020. Oh. July 1st, 2020. So you opened during the pandemic, during the pandemic yes. of, of 2020. Why? Um, it was the perfect timing. Mm -hmm. um, People say it was the worst timing. So every, um, everything had shut down. Okay. Uh, the job that I was working for completely closed. Uh, my clientele were police officers, nurses, Mm -hmm. all these physiotherapists that were still showing up to work um, and they had asked me if I can just go do half goals so I was doing it for a while but it started to get more active Ugh. and I'm like if all these people are closing all these places are closing this is the perfect time because oh. I'm stealing everybody's clients you're when they call it market value you're taking everyone's market because they can't be open yeah because legal, it mean and as a business, yeah. they can't. You're seeing them. You're taking care of people. They trust you. You already have your. You instead of having the business then clientele, you actually already grew your your clientele into your business. Correct. Phenomenal. You're the second person I've talked to who did this and was actually I I know more, but they but they had the independent idea to do it versus I have to work for somebody else. Yeah, no, I think it was, and, and, and that was like the push that I needed mm -hmm. because I have never like quitted a job. So Good. the fact that it closed, it like, pretty oh. much made me, I could only stay still for two two weeks. That was my <laughs> two weeks and I'm like, I'm bored. I need to do something. So I started, I just um, like calling everybody that had reached out once yes. and that's how I started. So you're calling, and again, I'm just going to go back to the peak place. You're calling in and you're calling people, hey, I, I do massage, I'm on the side, boom, 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 if you need me, let me know. Yes. Boom, boom. Yeah. Out of, say, 10 people you called, how many people called you back or wanted to book with you? You know what? Um, 
That's not really a high percentage. Out of everybody I reached out, there was only 10 people. Yes. And those 10 people are the same 10 people that pushed me to do it. Uh, uh. Yeah. And how, what was the total number of people you called? Um, I want to say oh, 400 people. 400 people, yeah. 10 people, that's like 2%. Phenomenal. But that you needed that, and at the end, you needed to make those 400 calls to get the 2%. Correct. To get the yeah. 10 people to call. Fantastic. This is the grit that people don't sometimes have that you were forced to do. Because did you live at home with mom and dad taking care of you during the pandemic? Um, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Technically, yes. You could, have, yes. You could yes. have, but you yes. could have sat there and did nothing. Or you're like, you know what, now it's time to grow. Going and with your with your from then 2020 to 2023 now almost July, uh, how has things grown since then as a business? Oh. for clientele, uh, it is traumatically. Um, everything it's sometimes I even question it why. What the heck? Why? Because I never did any marketing. I didn't, never did anything. Just barely started doing the social media part. Mm -hmm. um, everybody that I know and that I've seen, it's because someone else has referred them to me. Mm -hmm. And when they tell me the names, I'm like, I haven't seen that person in like two years. Mm -hmm. But they remembered that when they went through the same pain, I was able to help them. So when they talk to someone that experienced the same pain as them, they're like, oh, this is the person I go to. And like I said, it's still, it's, it's kind of shocking that it's still happening that way. You're, but you're always marketing though. You're a bit, by taking care of your clients, yes. by putting like, and we'll talk about social media stuff in a minute, but by taking care of your clients, that is the best, I, we have in our wall up here, the best personal referral, it comes from taking care of your people. Yeah. Because you know, they're, they're the ones that refer you to someone, hey, I know this guy is good, go see him, don't even ask any more questions. Done. Yeah. Good. And then going to going to your clientele, who's your clientele now, 2023 in June? So right now, it's a little bit more of um, athletes. Mm -hmm. So, it, and let me rephrase that really, yeah. because a lot of people think if I don't play for a professional team, I shouldn't be calling Not sponsored, I don't have yes. a contract. But I believe if you play any sports, you're considered an athlete. You mm -hmm. might not get paid like one, mm -hmm. but you're still putting your body through everything that an athlete does because essentially that's where you're trying to go to, you know? Yeah, and you um, have a day job. Yes. So I think, so so far right now, that is my clientele as mm -hmm. well as like my regular clients. I'm ne I never close my doors to anybody, but I focus a little more on active, like people that want to stay active because they want to make sure, they want to fix themselves to continue to stay active. And working with active adults, for one, too, that may competitive sports or not, um, how do you keep yourself in shape to work on, is it is important to keep yourself in shape as massage therapist? Correct, yes. Why? Uh, well, you have to practice, practice what you preach. You think? Pretty much. Some people don't, um, but you do. Like me, I one of the things about me is that I have to learn different movements, different things, because when I, I meet with certain people, they tell me, oh, I play football, and I'm like, well, I never played football in my life. So if it's possible and the opportunity is there, I'll have them teach me something so I can understand the body, same thing. Uh, I started with jujitsu, so I, I, I played, uh, I tried it, um, I, I put my body through everything that they did so I can be able to understand it. Same thing with like running, running. 
Uh, not a runner? The, um, I like to run. Okay. But originally, when I had clients that were runners, they had invited me to... Let's go do a marathon. There, yes. And yeah, it was no. a sense that I'm like, no, I'm okay. Oh, but please. I, I know how the legs work. <laughs> yeah. I can do yeah, yeah, mechanics. But every sport or every client that I have got that have never played sports, I always try to put myself through it for at least a month or two just to understand the body. So I think staying fit, staying active is one of the things that I also helps me build um, experience through my body because I can relate my pain to their pain. Yeah. And that kind of builds a, like a rapport with someone like them. Oh, cool, I got my business. Dislocated again. My rib hurts too. Um, so like, like, yep, I've been there. Yeah. Well, there's something called sympathizing where you can understand someone's pain. Empathizing, you've, you've gone through the same experience. Yes. Like, yeah, I had that when I, when I had the same. Correct, thing. yes. And, and I like that. I pay to do jujitsu. I'm not jujitsu. I'm not gonna do martial arts. I'm gonna hurt myself. No. Okay. But my, my basic thing is you're you're getting into the client's head that hey, I'm here. I'm here personally to help you because I want a person to understand where you're going. That's correct. Yes. Wow. And going through your your types of massage, I saw a bunch on your website. What do you what, walk me through your massages? What type of massage? Why they're different? Okay. So pretty much, um, right now I focus on sports therapy. Okay. So pretty much sports is kind of like a combination of every modality okay. just to focus on correcting or finding the problem of what's causing the, the client to have that discomfort. Yeah. So that's my main focus. Um, lymphatic, um, I focus a little bit more. What is lymphatic? Lymphatic, it's pretty much your, um, it's pushing, um, helping the lymphatic system activate. Good. So it can start to um, push everything to where it should be. A lot of people miss, like I said, I don't do like post-op yeah. lymphatic yeah. because that's just a little more in, um, out of my scope of practice. Sure. So I, but I do have people that I refer to, but like me, it's more of like, okay, um, I have worked with can, uh, cancer patients mm. where I help them just kind of push all this like, like It's physiology, yes. right? It's physiology. Yes. If you understand physiology, you can help that person physiologically their quality of life get better. Correct. Yes. Fantastic. Um, Swedish, I do not like to push Swedish because it's a little boring to me. I like to be challenged all the time. Yeah. So I I do do it, yeah. um, but it's something that I don't like to push. Uh, obviously with cupping and scraping, that's part of the, something that I include into sports. Got just it. because they're tools to help me as Scar tissue breakup, yes. everything else too. So nice. that's pretty much like, like my main focus is sports massage and corrective exercising. So that's kind of what I like to push. But once I build my clients enough to what they can pretty much just like, hey, today I feel like nothing's hurting. Mm -hmm. I just, but I still want to come in. Uh, we'll do more of a live relaxation session, but it's already, it wasn't primarily the reason they came in for. Perfect. And then do you use any modalities, like I said, some cupping, scraping, um, compression sleeves, things like that? I do have compression sleeves. Um, a lot of the times I don't use, I use like flossing. I like to floss a lot. What's flossing? So flossing is pretty much using a band to kind of help push fluid mm -hmm. out of the area. Mm -hmm. And once you let go, it just rushes into it to allow it. It's, a, it's more blood flow, it's yes. more circulation though. Pretty much, yeah. That's so awesome. you can do it through the scraping or just the flossing part. So right. that's pretty much what I do. Like um, definitely everything that I do is stretching um, included with every session. Good. So it's those things that, like I said, I pretty much take the like every modality that I know and that people are doing right now, 
into what I call sports massage. I not everybody needs everything at once, but everything's available. It's almost the goal to get you to yes. where you can be athletic, you can work out, you can be active. Now you're gonna have certain things happen from that, which is expected to wake everything, get everything Correct. out of there. Yes. Good. What's your first day as a, as a new client? What's your first day with you? What do you normally do? So pretty much. Um, my whole system is done online, so once they fill up everything, Good. I go into the uh, um, the soap nut or like everything that yeah. they like intake, and pretty much look up what they mentioned that they had or Good. the pains that they had, and pretty much build a plan right there just by figuring out what is it that they have Martana's pain. Um, that's just me personally. Once they come in, pretty much you ask them like to just explain to me what, Good. like you know what they're what's hurting. Um, sometimes I tell them like if you feel like you need to like point out in my body, push, oh, press, uh, show me where you have the pain, and often I do like an assessment. Pretty much just do like a uh, overhead squat to kind of check their uh, mobility, see which muscles. You want to check their movement yes. overall. Yes, fantastic. And um, based on that, I can tell them like it makes sense why your hips are this way because mm -hmm. of your one leg seems like you're, you know, every, your whole body, yes. Uh, one shoulder goes higher than the other one and it starts to break down everything and why, mm -hmm. like without even doing anything, some, some of them already understand why everything's making sense. Mm -hmm. And then once I finish doing it, it's, it's those things where they're like, okay, I can feel the difference. But I always like, try to make them do feel like, um, I like to educate them on what I'm going to do mm -hmm. because I don't want them to be like, okay, well, I can't wait um, back pain, but you'd say it's your psoas. Why are you like trying to release? Mm -hmm. So it's always like explaining them, like, I'm not doing Communicating this. Yes, to them. Communicating. Well, and I like that because you're giving the full assessment. They do it online. At that point, you, you actually look at all the information beforehand before the client comes in and go, okay, you have this, this, and this. Me make sure my information is correct. Let me look this up. If need be, let me look at this. So you come up with a plan already set up, correct. and you confirm it with the patient. Is what's going on? I want to make sure I communicate this well with you. So and you walk through some stretching exercise, some posture assessment too. So you're doing everything that a medical actually, I'm sorry, you're doing more than a medical doctor would do, more than an orthopedist might do. Um, but you're walking through it beforehand, doing the research, doing your due diligence, preparing a plan. Then you come back to them. You're spending more time than most doctors would. Um, Sorry. I think, no, I doctors. think, I mean, don't, don't. But it's something to where yeah. he's, what I like is that he's showing competency by really looking into everything, then explaining to the patient, hey, this is what's going on. This is the link between this, this, and this. You're making the, what I like to call, you're making the patient their best doctor, their best own personal healthcare practitioner to take care of their body. Yeah. So, I think primarily, like, my, my goal has always been to make, the client feel like they're being listened to and mm -hmm. taken care of. Huge. Um, like I, I, Huge. I have gone with my dad to so many doctors appointments, Ugh. and ah, so that's where when from. they ask him, "How are you doing?" He says, "Fine." And the doctors, all like, right, okay, cool. He's good. See you next day. Here's a couple aspirins. Good yeah. luck. So I always told him, you know, the doctors don't care about how your day is. Yeah. When he asks you how you're doing, he means how's your body, how's your health, how's everything going. And he's like, no, he asked me how I'm doing. I'm like, okay, cool. So right. when I when I uh, when I talk to clients, I I don't ask them how you're doing. I always like, how's your body doing? Mm -hmm. Just so they know that we're talking specifically. Yeah, we're here. To what we need to work on, but 
at the same time, I already talk to them about how their day is going. Sometimes, like you're, you're breaking them in. Yes. You're breaking into it yes. for one, two. That's what I like is you're, you're you you have like again you're, you're you have good bedside manner, what they call. At that okay. point, you and like I said, the most important thing for uh, someone to as someone a patient or a client is can I trust this doctor because they're listening to me. When you listen as a doctor, healthcare practitioner, massage therapist, anybody, it allows a patient or a client to see this person is here to help me. This is the plan. And he does it genuinely. Sorry. Okay. It's fantastic. That's always been the goal. So. And, and you, again, you've grown your, your business, your, your single business because you have that personality. You understand from your, again, dad's experience is I don't want to be like that. I want to be better. Correct. Perfect. I have interns that come in here and do the same thing. I go, learn my bedside manner so you understand how to communicate well with patients, with clients, and make sure you you can get them to know that you're gonna they're gonna trust you. Fantastic. When you see somebody, how do you help them post-massage understand what to do afterwards or self-care outside of your your uh, your place? So I always give them two options. I always tell them I can show you mm -hmm. and you can do this at home mm -hmm. and this was Pretty much a little bit of work. You. And it's a little bit of work. You have homework. <laughs> so, um, gosh, uh, I'm doing it because, <laughs> like, I don't like the reason you come into me is because you lacked the ability to stretch. You lack the knowledge so, too. And also, yes. Knowledge. So, a lot of times, most of them have mentioned that they don't have, they don't know what to do. Yeah. So, I always tell them, like, I'm going to do it for you today mm -hmm. and I'm going to show you what to do. And half of the time, they come back with, like, I just rather you do it. Like, but, uh, I'm so tired. Yes. But <laughs> I like the fact Lazy. that... I like that I gave <laughs> them something to do. Yes. And if they had the ability to do it, they could do it. Compliance. Yeah. You're, you want me to be like, hey, I, I get my patients videos. They do them. I can't. I, I, they know what to do. Yeah. They have to do. And when they, when they come back and go, man, I wish I had Tom Mark. I just didn't do it. What do you do for me? How do you then help them moving forward? So after that, so it's so since where we create a plan. I'm like, yes. okay, so if it's Good. something that you cannot do just because of timing, but you find it easier to come in and I help you do something, then that's how we started. And then I'm like, okay, that just means at this point, you're I just got to see you. Yeah. And do you become their personal trainer or guide in their extra as routine? How do you help with that habit? So for the most most part, it's, I always tell them, like, okay, I might show you all the stretches, mm -hmm. I might do everything. I just, I'm, I'm starting to incorporate personal training. Good. So, it, I sure. started with cor uh, corrective exercising. Okay. So, pretty much, it was those things where, okay, this stretches, this workouts, we're not focusing on mm -hmm. uh, building muscle, losing fat. It's to strengthen certain muscles that is going to help you keep your hips in place. It's going to help you. You stabilize the, the rotator cuffs. So, because of that process, now it's like, okay, well, you're there, but now you want to keep it long. So, that's Good. when I'm like, okay, so now I'm offering you personal training, and then this is what we're going to do. It's, we have a plan. I already know how your body works. I know what strengths, mm -hmm. what weaknesses you have. So, now I can build something that's going to also help you in the long run to um, drop weight, lose fat, gain muscle, but we're focusing on your posture being, you know, staying intact and not just have loose muscles and have your back go out of mind. You're almost pain. getting them out of pain, looser, stronger, and letting their body now change to a healthier state so you can handle their day. Correct. No, it is. 
you know? But when someone doesn't want to do that, that's fine. At that point, you're going to pay me to help you take care of that. Perfect. You should, you should charge for that stuff. It's easy, you know? But when people, and, and do you go over with them how habits work, um, how things like that work, or even with diet too? Um, that's one thing that um, I don't go too deep into it okay. because, like I said, that's not something that I am certified into, like giving someone. Like, yeah. But I do mention like the basics. If you want to like, lose weight, you can't eat French fries every yeah. day. Yeah, like simple stuff. Especially with chili like, cheese and pastrami. Starving yourself and then then binging on yes. food. So uh, it, it interests me. Like, I got through the whole process of no. the same, like dropping those in. Like I said, I do jujitsu, so I have to cut weight. Then I, I, I compete, compete. So it's those things where when I'm not competing, I'm worried about it. And you I start eating. quadruple, double cheeseburger thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm human. Sorry, so I get it. Like, I understand it. Like, so when someone says, oh, but are you going to be able to, I'm like, yeah, because I gone through this. I know what yes. it's like. Um, I know how it's like to, I used to get bullied. Ah. I used to get bullied because I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And that built so much trauma into the way I wanted to look. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I'm never satisfied because someone's going to say something or whatever. When I started doing massages, someone told me, oh, you're too small. You, t you look too skinny. Are you sure you want to do sports massage? What the heck? Are you going to have the strength? So it's those things where before it was like, oh, you're too... You're too chubby. Or now you're too small. So ever you're since then, I started uh, personal training. I started having, I got I hired someone to personal train me for the longest. Ever since I started massage, my whole career with massage, Good. I had a personal trainer. Um, I will tell you this, there's personal trainers that don't really uh, care there's people that actually do recently i hired someone that i wanted as a mentor because i knew i was going to take good. a step into um doing personal training myself so yeah he pushed me um he you know there's days where i was not following the plan but, uh, and he's like you want to do this or yeah, no pretty much and now it's those things that I'm like I understand it. So my journey right now is also working you know, to build myself up to how I want to, mm -hmm. which it, it makes me perfect for those clients that are kind of like, oh, I want to start, but I'm a little bit insecure because I've been there. Yep. I feel it, and I'm like, you know what? Like let's do it together. Why not? I'm putting myself through the same process that you will be, mm -hmm. and that does not make me feel like I'm, I I know less. If I don't have big muscles, what you're saying too, you, you're when someone says, "Man, you're you're too chubby," man, you got this. Like you're like, perfect. How do I change my life? Correct. How do I change? Where it's like, oh my gosh, someone told me this, and I'm gonna be in a hole forever. No, yeah, no. But you have, and some people don't have that, which is tough. Don't have to tell you, it's tough. But when you can change that to like, how do I improve myself? Great, thank, thanks for the feedback. Appreciate it. Now, now, how do I change that to better me? Correct. Yeah. And we're always changing. Yeah. That never stops. Now you have everything down. And why social media as a way to now grow, I want to say grow your business, but show what you've done so you can say, hey, look, I've been there. Look, look at this post. Look at this post. What I've done here. Why is that important to you? Um, I think it just opens um, doors for different people mm -hmm. that uh, sometimes 
might not know or might you don't you don't get to talk to everybody not no. everybody gets to talk to in me who Marco is or who Good. you are yep. so mm -hmm. I think by showing them bits of my life Good. can kind of resonate with them and be like you know what that kind of hit home and sometimes I like I if you really go into my Instagram there's posts where I went through depression and I mm. gained so much weight and I went to a dark hole where I just that, that was it <sighs> and then something happened something and, happened and snap out of it and then I went to where I like I'm I am here now so it's those things where um, I know a lot of people say that social media is kind of fake because you just post the great part of it no. but I like to post here and there and like I said things that have happened when I'm sad or not just because I want to show them that it's, I'm, a, I'm a real person you know Marco uh, is not Disneyland pretty he's much. not a Disney uh, character trip. correct there's days where I like you said in my head there's so many battles I'm going yeah. through and it's always like either business what am I doing next did I personal stuff all, all these things that I'm like but I'm always gonna make sure like I try my best to help someone, and the best way that I do it is just by keep showing up. It, it, every everyone everyone goes through cycles, right? Everyone Correct. goes through yes. up and down cycles. But by being genuine about that and showing them, hey, look, I'm a real person like you are. I mean, I'm not perfect every day. Correct. I'm not. No, none of us are. But we go to social media, and some people say go to social media just to show just our best days. By not showing that, which I love, a lot of people will say. Marco sometimes has a bad day. Marco sometimes, Correct. like myself, eat chili cheese fries. Maybe not. I, don't know. I do. I sometimes. I'm allergic to beef, so I can't. Dang it. it! We're not gonna eat food then today. That's <laughs> 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 gonna be. How do we? How do we understand that's gonna help us get out of that hole and then build a better layer of alcohol grit to make sure our next time. Okay, I'm not gonna get there again. Correct. That you need experiences, bad ones, to make the good ones better. Correct. There's a way to yes. say that. Right? Yeah. We're all, and, and can we do that now? You know, someone, someone's gone through that before. Hey, I've gone through depression. Mark can go, hey, look, I've been there. Literally, I've been there. Watch this post. I've been this video. Yeah. At that point, how do we, how do we now, how does my experience now help you get out of this hole into a healthier you, better you can maintain that now? Correct. Right? Yeah. Life is life. It's going to happen. Yeah. How do we now get out of that? At that point, you rebuild on top of that. To nurture our body better, our mind better, and now have a better foundation to not let that happen again. If it does happen again, we can get out of there faster. Correct. Boom. Yes. Done. Yeah. Done. And I think sometimes when you post things on social media, there's people that are watching. Everyone's watching. And um, and when I say there's people that are watching, because there's times where you might not feel great that day, but someone already messaged you saying, "Thank you." I, I saw your oh. post and keep it up or watching you work out makes me want to do it yes. or dude like I'm impressed by I've been watching your process if I can do it you can it, do it yeah pretty much oh, so yeah. it's those things where um that kind of helps me on those hard days where I'm like you know what I can do it well, or plus you put good energy out correct. there too you you what I say hey good job you're po you're replying to people's posts commenting Hey, good job. Keep it up. I see your post. Yeah. I don't stalk you, literally. But I see what you're doing yeah. out there to realize he's a good guy. 
and he's going to show his good. He's going to show his highlights, his downfalls, his wins, his losses, and show you exactly how to get over that the next step. That the what? So I remember a sports a, a coach said one time, "I learn more from my losses than I do from my wins." How do I get those losses now? How do I change that to make it a win over time? Right. We all have. We we can't all bench press five hundred pounds the same day. Oh. Day one. Maybe day five, something like that. Maybe I don't know. It's me. But, but how do we how do we get there slowly without again hurting ourselves? And when we have again, everyone has a back injury, every shoulder injury. It's when Marco's out there putting his stuff out. You go, man, I've had this problem for a while. He's just talked about this. You give him a call, figure out what's going on. Correct. Yes. It's and, timing. Yeah. And like you said, it's when you build a plan based on your injuries, mm -hmm. you can help them you rather understand. than just keep pushing and hurting yourself more. And then social media wise, give give a quick talk. Uh, uh, where are you on social media? What's what's your what's so, your link on social medias? I I use like I said I use my personal one, Good. which I try to you know, post more about me as mm -hmm. well as build something with like the, the next level one. Mm -hmm. So I'm one on uh, the muscle mechanic underscore the muscle mechanic yes. underscore and pretty much the muscle mechanic underscore. That's for just about anything. It's uh. For I use TikTok. Like I said, I'm barely starting TikTok. to use that. It's on TikTok. Um, YouTube and um, that's pretty Instagram, much Instagram. Instagram. Yes. And also, Instagram. if you go to his Instagram too, you'll see next level. Next level up is it for the Instagram too, or next level yes. sports next massage? Next level sports massage. There you go. So well, that's the one that, that I just which is more mostly business related. That one's yeah. good. Go to his personal though. That put I have links in the show for all that stuff. Learn how to take care of your body, and then when you need help, which we all do, at that point, Mark was there to because he lived it. How to get there and maintain that? He's an athlete. He's jujitsu. I don't mess with those guys. These guys have like funny years. I go like, well, I walk up like, hey, you can down my wallet. Here you go, take it. <laughs> but what I think you understand is that he's he's gone through what what most athletes have not have have gone through or want to go through. Help him get you there, and then once you feel good, at that point, make sure you maintain that. Once you have a higher if you want to call it state of health, that point Mark will help you maintain that too. That's the plan. You know? Yeah, that's always the plan. Anything else I missed? Excuse me? Anything I missed on the show? Anything I missed? No, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah. a good for our first show. Yep. All right, my really. friend. Right. Nice meeting you. So. Quick picture for the uh, camera. Hey, hey. All right. All right, my friends. Thanks for watching. Thanks I for being on the show. And thank you for watching me. And again, Dr. Tony on Crooked Spine Show. And my guest, Marcel Marco. Definitely right. follow him. He's the guy that fixes me every time. Yeah, so, I try my best. Yeah. I'm going to call him Massage by Marco. That's going to be my new my tagline for Mr. Marco. All right, my friends. Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye. Piece of cake. Piece of cake. Man, that's what we do, right?